Hello and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 157. I am your host, Ryan Black, and I am joined by my co-host, Joshua Taylor. And we are back, back and we are playing with power. Josh, how are you doing this week? I'm doing all right so far. <laughs> That's good to hear, man. So uh, I've had quite the eventful weekend, and I am quite exhausted right now. <laughs> so this is a I'm on family vacation right now, man. Recording from a hotel um, at uh, Disney, and uh, we're at the All Star Music, and uh, having a good time so far. But uh, getting here was a bit of a, an adventure, to say the least. Um, I uh, went to bed Friday night about oh it was about midnight ended, but I know I had you know I had to get up in the morning. We were going to drive to go to Disney. And we're driving our old VW van again, so, you know, hippie bus, you know, yellow and, and everything, and it goes about 55 miles an hour, so that, that's, it's a long drive to start off with. You know, top speeds are pretty uh, pretty slow for today's standards in vehicles, but... Um, so we, we, uh, we were going to get up in the morning, and at about 4 in the morning, um, I was woken up and uh, found out that my wife needed to go to the hospital. Uh, um, for some extreme like sinus pain so you know I got up and we went into the emergency room and got checked in and got through all that and got a bunch of medications and stuff and like well we, well, let's try to start heading to Disney but we had to go pick up the prescription and that was a, a, an ordeal in of itself uh, trying to get a hold of prescriptions because they prescribed us stuff that pharmacies don't ever carry so then we had to get other prescriptions done <laughs> So you were supposed to leave about eight in the morning on for, on Saturday morning, and I uh, ended up leaving about four in the afternoon. And so I started driving. You know, I'm tired. I'm running on four hours. <laughs> we just start driving down, and uh, we get about maybe oh, we get to Kentucky, just in just past Louisville, and uh, the pain kicked right back in again. It was going through the pain medications, so we had to go back. And uh, go to another hospital there, check in there, and then they gave us antibiotics, which why the first doctor didn't give us antibiotics, I don't know. But um, we got started on antibiotics, amoxicillin, and then uh, got back on the road again and got about, oh, three-fourths of the way through Tennessee, and I had to go to the hospital again. Let's <laughs> make another stop. So by this time, I'm pretty tired, and, uh, and uh, we're all pretty frazzled because, you know, Lots of pain and stuff was going on. It was just not a fun ride for Draco. So I uh, I think we stopped at a gas station after all the hospital visits and stuff. And I slept for about two hours. And I just knew, we just got to get to Disney. We just got to get to Disney. So I woke up and I started driving some more. And we finally made it um, Sunday at about, well, actually, technically Monday. It was about 1 a.m. Monday morning. So it was supposed to be just like, you know, 14, 15-hour trip. Turned out to be like, two days two plus days worth it was quite the ordeal and then um monday morning uh once all the medications and stuff were going and the antibiotics were kicking in um we figured out what the root of the problem was and that was uh there's a a tooth that was rot um that caused all the infection that spread into the sinuses so once the pain from the sinuses was taken care of then we were able to you know pinpoint that it was actually the tooth and so uh monday morning we went and had that tooth pulled at a, a dentist in the uh, you know Disney area, and then so we've been going around Disney with a 
uh, packed uh, mouth full of gauze and stuff. <laughs> it's just like liquid diets and everything. It's not what we planned to start out on vacation, but hey. <laughs> so that's my long, long story. <laughs> I'm sure Jacob will cut this down quite a bit, but I had a lot to share there. <laughs> You're the first person I've talked to since it happened. <laughs> you got a pretty big story before the actual vacation itself even got started. So. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, we're having fun now. Um Despite, you know, just usual pains of a tooth being pulled and everything. So, yeah, um, this is my first time uh, doing a lot of like under the wheelchair since my wife's in a wheelchair right now. Um, I'm, I'm like trying to get used to it and you know, building some muscles up in my hands because <laughs> yeah. um, I haven't done that yet. But it's a fun adventure. Um, we went to uh, Hollywood Studios the first day but it was a pretty light day because you know a tooth was just pulled so we just kind of wandered around and we got to when it was dark and we started wandering around star wars area and just kind of checking that out and then today we went to magic kingdom and then disney springs after that so full days i'm a little tired now lots of events going on i'm starting to catch up on my sleep so that's a good thing (laughs) so anything eventful with you Well, uh, first I'll say I'm quite jealous of of anybody that gets to go to Disney (laughs) from from a very selfish side of that. The last time we were was was last September, so it wasn't that long ago. But um, I love it. I don't get to go like I wish I could. If it was up to me, I'd be there all the time. So I can't really say that. But, um, yeah, I mean, rather than that, just kind of getting through the same old, same same old until to at least to the rest of this year and going from there. Mm-hmm. Um, Year's almost up. Yeah, yeah. At this point, this is when we just focus on all the holiday stuff, Christmas, New Year's, ton of family stuff, things like that. So, yeah, just kind of going through with whatever happens. And then by next year, you know, maybe start trying some new stuff. I don't know. Just kind of floating through right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, now we've had this huge long story. Let's get, let's get into our next segment. Or, uh, you know what we are <laughs> radical rexing about. Okay. So I want to let, let you kick off because y'all know what I'm radical rexing about right now. So, um, Josh, what are you radical rexing about? All right. So I would say right now I'm in like full Star Wars mode. So, mm-hmm. so like I've watched, let's see, I think I've actually watched the first eight episodes now. Yeah. Not quite in the right order. So uh, long story short, but uh, I've watched all of those just to build up for episode nine that comes out um, the day this episode comes out, actually. Well, technically it comes out the day after, but we're seeing it Thursday. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, I actually, um, long story short, after winning a gift card, I just recently got um, Jedi Fallen Order. I had to think about the name of it for Xbox One. So Mm -hmm. that's a new game for me about two days ago. And I'm enjoying that a whole lot. Um, Between work and family being in the room and everything else, it's a little difficult to put the focus I'd like to into it. 
Mm-hmm. So I can't say I've put a whole lot of time into it quite yet, but I think I'm really going to like it. Um, when we get talking more about other Star Wars games and such here in a bit, I probably won't bring it up just because I haven't put enough time into it. But I can see it being a potential favorite, um, you know, by the time I'm I'm through with it. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, that is probably the most fun thing going on right now it's it's fun to get excited about this goofy stuff so <laughs> yes I'm looking forward yes, to it you know a radical scene about you know um finally made it here we've been saving up for a year to get your passes so we just started you know activating our on monday and uh we're really happy to be here you know it's a magical place so uh not like that Tahiti. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I've been enjoying uh, the parks. I get to go to the Hollywood area. Um, Star Wars, uh, I can't remember what they call the area, but you know, that was a lot of Galaxy's fun to Edge. go through it and see just all the detail to put in it. Yes, Galaxy's Edge. Thank you. Um, you know, I think probably the most impressive thing that I saw was the, the droid area where they were building all the droids, where it looks like there was like a conveyor belt with different you know, droid parts and stuff. You could make your own droid. That was pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I'm, we're going to be going uh, on Friday to see the movie. And it's going to be at, you know, the AMC Theater at Disney Springs. So pretty excited to, to see that with Draco. And me and him are going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, man. Star Wars. It's it's crazy that it's all going to be, like, you know, kind of completed. I know they're going to do more Star Wars movies. You know, it's going to happen. There's probably going to be more trilogies and stuff, but, you know, just to see everything come to fruition, you know, all this build up. I'd love to see how Palpatine, you know, comes back and, and what all that involves. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time. I'm looking forward to it, and I've got a whole week of Disney to lead up to it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I will add, when I was at Disney last, they were building that uh, Galaxy's Edge. So when we were going through Hollywood Studios, it was a ton of construction, um, mm-hmm. you know, at least going in. Toy Story Land was the new thing then, which I quite liked. But um, this isn't about Toy Story right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new movie myself. It's one of those things where, you know, I was born at the end of, in the end of the 80s, so the original trilogy was already a thing before I was around. But I mm-hmm. still grew up with it. And then, like with the prequels, I was, like, the right age for it. I know some people give those a hard time, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I still like them. And, you know, so yeah. – and now there's this newer sequel trilogy, so to speak. Um, can't say there's ever been one I haven't liked. Some are better than others, but – should mm-hmm. be good. You haven't really enjoyed those spinoffs and stuff. Like Rogue One was just solid. Yeah, it was. Heck, I like Solo. Mandalorian's been good. <laughs> That's a show, but yeah. Solo, I saw once, and it was all right. I did enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy Rogue One a little bit more, but yeah. I need to watch Solo again to really get take it all in. I think I was, I was most bothered by. Uh, this I'll get into it later, but one of my favorite characters uh, was killed off by the bad guy in Solo. I guess you consider him a bad guy. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, so yeah, and they didn't actually show that in the movie. They didn't just mentioned it, and so I'm like I don't know. I don't like that idea. Why did they kill off my favorite? 
<laughs> but uh, I'll get into uh, that once I talk about one of the games. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, that's how I felt about The Force Awakens, because Han Solo is like one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Might be my favorite movie character. So, yeah, sorry, I'm spoiling yeah. a movie, but um, I'm sure most people would know that by now. But yeah, that, that part still sucks to watch. <laughs> yeah, when uh, when Draco saw that in theaters, Draco was so mad. Like, that's, I was. that's like his favorite character. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I called Kylo Ren some names I probably shouldn't. I like I got legitly <laughs> mad at a fish, at a fictional character while I was in the movie theater. <laughs> Threw some curses his way. <laughs> Just about, yeah. So oddly enough, oddly enough, um, my wife really loves Kylo Ren, so it's kind of ironic that you know <laughs> the person yeah. that the character that that likes is also the one that killed the favorite character from the old no, series, no. I guess. <laughs> so. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to be sad to see it go. I'm probably going to cry. I I'm legit will we'll cry from this movie. I'm, I'm sure of it. You know, yeah, I'll admit in it. One, one fashion or another, <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll be right up there with uh, Eric Butts on that one. You know, just, just bawling my eyes out. Probably, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be touching for sure. So, I, uh, not, not to drag it on too long, but. They, they already killed off Han. The untouchable for me at this point is Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon. Like, please, please make it through. <laughs> like, I'm worried. So I know I don't think at this point it's spoilers. It might be. But in the last movie, um, they showed a character that, that was forced sense at the end. And I called yep. that it was it, uh, my, my theory is that it. Mara Jade's son, which is also hmm. Luke, um, the one with the broom. That, I was, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. my theory. I'm kind of curious to see if that's the Skywalker they're talking about. But, uh, Interesting. Uh, and they're also talking about doing a Mara Jade series, so I'm kind of interested. I'm like, I felt like after they said that, I'm like, oh yeah, that further pushes my theory, you know. <laughs> huh. but we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I, right at the end of that movie, I'm like, I, that's Mara Jade's son. I just know it. <laughs> Never would have thought of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we are getting together tonight, um, and I need to apologize to people. Uh, we were supposed to do um, just an episode on Shadows of the Empire uh, with Phil Nett, but um, with the whole like hospital and the traveling and getting in like early Monday morning instead of it actually being getting on Sunday, um, I completely spaced. Honestly, completely spaced to record the episode. I was, you know, driving the whole time, so um, Phil wasn't able to come on. And I'm sorry, Phil, for for not being able to, you know, meet our deadline, you know, and, and meet with you and and have this episode. We kind of stood you up in that, and I'm really sorry about that, man. And also to our fans, um, we really should have been more diligent there. You know, I could have stopped and pulled over and done a recording or something had I thought about it. But you know, a lot was going on, and I just want to apologize. Just you guys, but we are still going to do Star Wars. So we are still going to rock this Star Wars uh, Nintendo episode. Though we will reference some non-Nintendo games, which we hope comes to the Switch. Um, so this is all about our dedicated episode to Star Wars.
Hey, Nintendo Nostalgia, it's Zach Adams again. I think you guys are talking about Star Wars. I want to call in uh, real quick and just share uh, some quick thoughts on that and that kind of thing. I love Star Wars. Probably not the biggest fan. Like, I don't have a ton of, like, figurines or collectibles or anything like that. But it is absolutely one of my favorite uh, movie series uh, ever. Um, And then I like a lot of the video games. Um, One of my first memories as far as the Star Wars video games goes is um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron on the N64. Now... I think Josh might have his thoughts of which one is better in the in that series, but to me, you cannot beat the original N64 game. Um, I still remember some of the cheat codes uh, to this day, uh, such as put in Farm Boy, that lets you fly the Millennium Falcon um, in the game. Uh, I love, love that game. And just the movies as a whole I love. Um, I, I owe a lot to my aunt. Uh, she's the one who introduced me to the original trilogy. So in that regard, I grew up with the original trilogy, Bob. So I did because I wasn't alive when they all originally came out. But it was still a part of my childhood growing up. And then, obviously, I got to actually live through uh, the prequels, like a lot of us did. And as a kid, I, I did I like those. Uh, looking back, maybe not as much as I did then, but they, there is still a lot of merit to them. Like episode one, I love the pod racing scene. Episode two, well, yeah. <laughs> and who, who can, uh, you can't forget the, uh, the awesome lightsaber duels, uh, in episode one. Uh, and then seeing Yoda with a lightsaber for the first time in Attack of the Clones. Awesome. And then, the one with Yoda and the Emperor and Anakin and Obi-Wan in Revenge of the Sith. Really great. Cannot wait to see the conclusion to the Skywalker saga when the Rise of Skywalker comes out. Very excited. Glad to get with a group of friends to go see that. It's going to be a good time. I love Star Wars. Uh, love to talk with any of you about that. All right. Thanks for taking my call if you choose it. Thanks. All right, Zach. Thank you so much for calling in and and let us know about your Star Wars memories. Um, we share kind of this, we kind of talked about some of the things that you've talked about here um, during the episode. It's pretty cool to uh, see like you know, like minds. And I love a lot of areas uh, for things that we love, you know, like pod racing, things like that. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that scene with uh, Yoda fighting with the lightsaber. Oh man, that was so hyped when I went in to see the movie. Like. That's the only part that I probably liked about that whole movie was <laughs> getting to see that fight. And it wasn't long enough. It just wasn't. <laughs> I wanted to see more of that. I remember um, <laughs> seeing that movie at, um, at midnight. And I remember the whole theater like going crazy when he pulled out his lightsaber. Yep. Yep. Like it, I remember just uh, everybody just like losing their minds when that happened. Yeah, it was great. It, it really was. It was fan service, but it was it was great. <laughs> Are we going to get that happen again with the baby? <laughs> <laughs> the child. Yeah, that's who knows. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go if you can go see this Star Wars with friends. That's it's gonna be great. Like you know, it's the end of an era in a lot of ways. It's pretty oh, actually, cool to yeah. see this come to a close. 
I'll be going with who called here. Zach will be in uh, the group I'm going with. <laughs> awesome. Good. Good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have fun watching that, and I will have fun on Friday seeing that. No spoilers, dudes. Please. <laughs> no. You're banned. I don't know how I can ban you from listening, but you're banned. <laughs> oh, I, I just saw a, a meme of Stormtrooper doing the see no evil, you know, speak no evil, yeah. hear no evil, or spoilers for spoilers. So, okay, Josh. So, what was your first Star Wars video game? All right. So, from what I can remember, at least, um, it was Rogue Squadron for the 64. Okay. Hmm. Rogue Squadron for 64. Is that the first one? Yeah, yeah. That's the first one okay. in that series. There's three, and uh, that one was the one that started it. I haven't played it in a long time, come to think of it. I really want to pull it back out. Hmm. You know, did that one allow you to do the whole tow cable thing within the snow and hoth? I believe so. Um, heck, I actually remember. I don't know why I remember a couple codes from it to this day and it's hmm. been years since i've typed that in i remember you could type in farm boy and unlock the mill i think that's how you unlock the millennium falcon um and dead Dak gave you like what unlimited lives what is it <laughs> what does farm boy have to do with i, 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 I don't falcon? know but i'm like what <laughs> so i right. don't know but i'm so pretty maybe, sure <laughs> maybe skywalker ranch that's all I can think of. Kind of a stretch. Oh. Like I said, I said that one, and I think the other one was Dead Dak. And I, I think you've got Unlimited Lives or something. I can't remember for sure what it does, but um, hmm. just another Strange. remnant of the, the cheat code days. You mm-hmm. don't really see that now. Um, you know, I had some good, good experiences with the cheat codes um, in uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. You know, mm. they... Uh, they had a cheat code that unlocked uh, bloopers reel. And that's the first time I'd seen a bloopers reel in a video game. And I just laughed my head off. Like it was just the funniest thing. Like, you know, this is the moment where he's like talking about how there's something in his nose while he's trying to talk. And like, I'm just losing it over here. Like, what the heck is this? (laughs) He probably had to have been there, but it was all. What's my motivation? (laughs) It's it's a good time. It really is. Um, but yeah, um, so my first ex- Star Wars games, um, it's kind of blurry um, because there was a couple of them. Um, I played the original Star Wars game on, I want to say it was the Adams computer or ColecoVision. Um, oh. And then I also around the same time played uh, TIE Fighter. Uh, the mm-hmm. flight sim game and uh you know, had the joystick and everything so i don't know which one i played first probably the original star wars ColecoVision, but um yeah it was really really cool because um, i didn't really know a lot about star wars at the time but like i was kind of into this vector graphic looking game uh Reminiscent somewhat of like Battleship or not Battleship, um, 
wow, I just totally blanked. Battlezone, there we go. The one with the green tanks, the vector graphic green tank game. Um, but Star Wars is kind of like that, too. And that's right up there, you know. There was like a, I was into space-themed stuff, like uh, Buck Rogers and the Planet of you know, Oh, that kind of game and things like that. Like, I really enjoyed the space motif. Like, my parents brought me up on Star Trek, you know, watching the show. And my grandpa took me to see the Star Wars. So, you know, got, got a lot of space theme stuff. But Star Wars is really something I've always gravitated towards. Um, I never had very many figures. Like, all my friends, that was all the rage in, like, fifth, sixth grade was the Star Wars figures. Uh, but I, I enjoyed my movies. Like, I saw episode one, like... 15 times in theaters i think true <laughs> i just kept having friends that invited me to go i'm like okay sure i'll go see it again <laughs> so it was a good time for sure but you know star wars is like big big in my life even though like it's not like my number one like ip or something that i just have to tell everybody about um but it's got its cool moments uh and and I'm glad that we're able to celebrate this today, you know, with this, this is the ninth episode that they're, they're releasing. Is that what that number is? Yeah. Yeah. And that's Gosh. not counting like these side movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Just like main, main line or main, yeah. Main story yeah. stuff. Uh, it's, it's an undertaking. I'm really glad that we're here. Um, so we wanted to bring to the table tonight what games uh, we, we, we like uh, to play, and we'd like to see them updated and brought to the Switch. Uh, we think they'd be good fits, um, you know, just maybe just for nostalgia's sake, uh, you know, giving some online multiplayer or something so you can play with friends uh, for some of those ones, like uh, looking at you, uh, you know, pod racing. But, <laughs> but uh, I do, so we'll uh, go ahead and get into um, our list here. Um, Josh, what is the first game that you'd want to bring uh, to the Switch? Uh, updated, maybe, or maybe you want to keep it the same. You just want to have it ported in all of its uh, you know, polygonal glory. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the first one, I would say, goes off of somewhat of the, the game I mentioned a minute ago. It's the sequel to it is Rogue Leader on the GameCube. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was actually one of my, my launch or well, when I got my GameCube for Christmas that year, that was one of the games I started with. And well, it's, um, well, the third game in that series, uh, Rebel Strike, I think it was, um, well, that one's really good. The on foot missions for it get a little clunky and I just think Rogue Leader did it the best, mm-hmm. um, but also, I would like it to include the co-op. I, I know this is going to sound a little bit confusing if you aren't there, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about. But there is a co-op um, version of it in the third game. So I would like that included in it as well, because um, that was a lot of fun. I've, I've played through with my cousin on that. But I, I just feel like it pulls off um, that. Uh, I can't think of the correct word for it, but I think it pulls off what they were trying to do the best in that game. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of like how, if I think of a space combat game, I usually think of like Star Fox. Um, I feel like that's the Star Wars game that did it best. Um, some others mm-hmm. I don't feel like are quite as solid. Um, but yeah, that would be the first one I think I would like to see come back. Um, it's a little complicated for that to ever happen with Factor 5 like not being a thing anymore since 2009. So I don't know how the rights and all that stuff works, but 
I, I would really like to see it make a return. Maybe even the whole like trilogy in a in a way, if they could do that. There's some I believe there's some like repeat missions maybe in there. Some things might feel a little funky, but if they could make it work, I, w- I would be cool with that. We know, we all know that Disney can get the rights to anything. <laughs> oh yeah, they could afford so, it. Yeah, yeah. They, they want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I later got this game pack that had all these different Star Wars games to it and had a couple of Star Wars demos. It was just kind of a like a suite of different games and it had like the original tie fighter and then it had x-wing and then it had like tie fighter versus x-wing in it um i think it had dark forces and then a demo for dark forces too um a few others here and there but the one that really stood out to me was uh, yoda stories um it's just this you know eight bit i think like top down like you run around puzzles get through almost like a maze um you kind of kind of run errands for yoda it's supposed to take place in between the second and third i'm sorry the uh, um sorry the fifth and sixth movie uh canon of things or the original trilogy in between the last two and the original trilogy um i guess this is also a nintendo game um, however, a uh, big asterisk to that because it only came out on Game Boy when it did come. I played it on PC, um, but apparently the Game Boy game was absolute trash. Uh, from what people say, it's like one of the worst Game Boy games ever made. Um, I did not have that experience with Yoda Stories. I had the experience on PC, and it was a lot of fun. One of the few PC games that I can say, you know, I really, really enjoyed, you know, playing that over and over and over again. It was a great time waster. Um, you know, it was an early, you know, procedurally generated game like everything like you go through you complete the the quote-unquote quests and uh every time you go in it's something different and arranged differently that was my first experience really with procedurally generated things um but i'd love to see that maybe spruced up a little bit but brought to the switch it's just bites and like like it needs that and it needs a better port than just you know the awful game boy game that was given to nintendo no i'd love to see that actually brought to the switch and kind of spruced up a bit even if they keep the same idea and do some new art style or something even if they did like the clone wars art style it'd be pretty cool for it um but i don't know i'd love to see that come to the switch have you had any experience with yoda stories josh i haven't i've heard of it but no i honestly don't know anything about the game itself um that's one i completely missed out on you know, it's it's silly. Like you, you run around, and you try to like push blocks and try to figure out what doors to open, and and, and like you're running through like Dagobah, but then later on you go through other places too, and um, it's just like a maze. You're kind of running around like a. Hmm. It's it's a good game, um, but yeah, it's a time waster. It's like it was one of those ones where like you're not actually really completing a story per se. Um, you're just kind of you know playing through the different ones and that that's that's right yeah. up to right up to that standard that time and i know it's still holding true today with the roguelites and everything out there with procedurally generated dungeons so yeah it's 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 good um but that's yeah that's my first game i'd like to see come to the switch um what's your second game man well um one of my other personal favorites that i actually recently went back to on my Xbox. Um, it is not a Nintendo game, um, but it is 
the original Battlefront 2, not the EA one. <laughs> right. The, the one from 2005. Right. Um, I, I just think it's a lot of fun to go back and play the different modes or just go into like instant action and set up your own little scenario. It's just one that is pretty easy to pick up and just jump in and do a match if you want. Um, play around with the different heroes, like depending on which side you pick, there's the four different um, armies, so to speak. There's the rebels and the empire. And then there is um, the Republic, the, the clones. And um, the droid army, uh, the separatists. So whichever one you pick, like if you have a hero bonus on in like the in the galactic mode, you'll get, say, like if you're using the clones, you'll get Obi-Wan to help you. Or if you're on the rebels, you'll have Han pop up in certain levels. And they're always like usually really overpowered and things like that. Um but and, and you don't even have to necessarily even have them turned on. But um, the main goal, I guess, if you haven't played it, um, as long as there's no other rules or anything turned on, there's different uh, like posts you can take basically just by like standing near them. And so you can take over all of those or you can get rid of all the um, the rest of the other army to win. Usually both sides starts with 150 and it's it's kind of a simple premise, but I've always had a lot of fun with it. Um, there's also space battles. Um, you can jump in and out of ships and things like that. Um, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. I I like going in that in particular and flying over to the enemy ship as quick as possible, flying in the hangar and then just sabotaging everything I can like from the inside. You you know, bring it to (laughs) Nintendo though. That like, that reminds me a lot, like why I love Star Fox Assault so much. Oh yeah, because you could, you know, go from, you know, play the different vehicle types, you oh. know, on land or in the air, or, you know. That game was had fun doing, multiplayer like, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. That was that was awesome. So like, yeah, I mean that that Star Wars Battlefront Two, um, it was so like highly revered at the time when it came out. And everybody raved about it. I didn't get out, get it till much, much later, and I tried to play it, and nobody else was really hyped about it anymore. And I'm like, I don't know if this game's really for me, but it's cool that everybody loved it, you know. And now that we've, you know, fallen so far from that, you know, with the EA games doing their thing before, even, I'm not saying that the new game on that you've been playing is is bad or anything, but right. you know, they missed the mark on the the reboots for Battlefront. Right. So right. That- Two was really the original Battlefront Two was 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 really the one that was like you know, highly revered at the time, and I think that that I don't know if it's aged well, but it definitely was something that made waves, and it was a great game. Um, I wish I would have had more patience to give it you know give it a try, but um, I liked what they put into that. So yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that something that they might do, um, you know, a collection for the older games. Um, I'd, I'd be interested in seeing that for sure. And my second pick is uh, I would like to see an update for Shadows of the Empire. Um, you know, I said we weren't really doing an episode on Shadows 
I did want to give it a shout out here. Um, so my memories of Shadow of the Empire are just only at one person's house. I'd go over to their house and I'd play either Bandit Kazooie or I'd play Shadow of the and, uh, and, and sometimes often just watch my friend Zach play, you know, play through Shadow of the Empire. And but whenever they got to the episode or the uh, the level with the speeder bikes, the red speeder bike, like I had to play that one. That was like my favorite thing. Like I loved running through that over and over and over again. And like I thought it was interesting because I remember that the speeder bike was red, and I'd always have to play with the red controller, the red sixty four controller, because it just it was like you know the same thing. So like you know I've got the Mario Red Joy Cons, and so I'd love to be able to play this you know whether it's updated or not you know Shadows of the Empire game on the Switch and being able to play with like. Like the red joy guns would be so sweet again, you know, just to jump into that. It's like perfect, you know, perfect nostalgia there. Um, and I'd love to see that there. I remember there's like, I vaguely remember like some of the bosses and stuff that we fought and friends, you know, it's really cool that that game was exclusive to Nintendo. I don't know if they'd ever ported to anything else recently. I've never heard about that, but. Uh. I think it was on PC. Okay. Okay. Maybe. It was on that something. Yeah. But I, I think that one's pretty cool. I've never played that one, but um, it just seems like it has some pretty fun history with Nintendo. Um, was it a launch day uh, game for the 64 or shortly after, maybe? No, I don't believe it was. Um, okay. It may have been shortly after. I'm not 100% on that. Um, okay. But yeah, speeder bikes. Speeder bikes are my favorite vehicles. So like you know, you know, running through the moon of can't the, the moon of Endor. You know, on the speeder bikes and stuff is always cool. Yeah. Like I love those scenes in Star Wars and like there's different versions of those vehicles. Uh, my favorite bounty hunter uh, specializes in the speeder bike, which I'll get into that in a moment. Um, but love to just you know pod racing is cool and all but i really love those speeder bikes i'd love to have a game just with speeder bikes or just have that as an option to drive um so that was one like the most thrilling experiences with shadows of the empire and doing that scene so i'd like to experience it again definitely be fun on the switch yeah Uh, so i don't know how many games you brought to the table but do you have a third one i do um my third one and I hope I've heard you have mentioned it, so I hope I'm not taking yours. So feel free to jump in. But um, my third one would be episode one, Pod Racer. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, no, 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 that's not mine. That's not my pick. Okay, good. Well, I actually didn't own it until uh, I think a little bit later on. I don't know. It probably wasn't that long after, but I played it more with my cousin. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that game and I, I played it just a couple years ago, actually, again, just, just because I can. And mm-hmm. I think the mechanics are fun enough. Um, it, it kind of dived deeper into some of the characters and the world of all of that. It made pod racing seem like this bigger thing. And, you know, some of the characters in it, you only see for a moment in episode one and that's it. Like, and they end up wrecking or something. And that's like all you get out of it. 
but in that you can actually play as them and you just get to see a lot more to it. You, it, it makes it feel like it's this much bigger, grander thing. Um, but I always had a lot of fun with it. Of course, of course the multiplayer was fun. Um, seeing the different planets, like the different characters, home planets and things was cool. Um, I'd really like to see it come back. It's, I, it's hard to really compare it to much of any other racer. Um, I want to almost compare it to an F-Zero, but it, it really kind of feels like its own thing a little more so. Um, even going into the, I remember going into Water's shop and picking out things there was always fun. Um, yeah. Like, I, I know this is going to sound, I don't know, this probably came out when I was like nine or ten, like uh, something like that. So, And I have a dumb sense of humor, even to this day. I remember, like, my cousin and I would just sit in his shop on purpose because if you sat there long enough, just out of nowhere, Watto would just go, oatmeal. And for some reason, we thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. Just go just go the sit and he, like, he starts mumbling and then just says that out of nowhere. <laughs> he broke me, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those what things. The heck? <laughs> I think that's what he says. It really sounds like it just goes oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I rented this game and I played it quite a bit um, in the time that I did have it. Um, I did enjoy it a lot. Um, I tried playing it in the arcades, you know, with the big like look like you're sitting in the in the that's pod right. racer. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool, but like I don't know something magical about you know playing it. You know, on a console at home and getting into that that place. I think probably my favorite part is uh, the different locations. Like being able to explore more of the Star Wars world is really cool. And I'm liking how they're doing that with Mandalorian. You're, you're seeing a lot of things, um, which is really great. By the way, if you haven't watched it, go go watch it now. Um, you know, like seriously, pause the episode. Go watch an episode even the first episode of Mandalorian, then come back and we can, we'll be here. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've done outstanding job with Mandalorian. So, um, Oh, before I forget actually on the racer, yeah. um, mm-hmm. thing there, my, my cousin, I was talking about, he's actually who I've seen the whole sequel trilogy with so far. Um, but when we were that age, um, I was actually Sebulba for Halloween, and he was Anakin in his pod racing outfit. <laughs> it was kind of an accident. But so, yeah, I, I actually, um, I, I guess this game pushed me to um, kind of put my focus more on one of the characters from that. So I picked Sebulba. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, I don't have you know, as many I run a, uh, I can't remember the race, but I, I run his, I play as one of his characters. Uh, and the Star Wars RPG that we play, um, mm. and it's it's fun to try to play that character because he's they're very you know kind of aggressive in a lot of ways, <laughs> as mm. you can see probably. But I mean, even more so, he's got more of a temper I think than most. Mm-hmm. Oh, the three different pod racers, and you know, had Sebulba, Lego Sebulba, and and everything so that's pretty cool um definitely really really like probably my favorite thing from episode one there's a lot of really cool things but yeah pod racing was just so like 
so packed full of energy and hype. Yeah. That was definitely a good good part of the movie. Um, so my third pick um, that I wanted to bring to the table is a game that not many people know about. Um, and I think it only came... Um, but it's got a multiplayer element to it. In fact, it's it's basically if you take Twisted Metal and give it a Star Wars skin, um, it's called Star Wars Demolition. Okay. And it is quite amazing. <laughs> so, have you heard of this one? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I would have ever remembered it until you just said it. Like I don't think I ever played it. I vaguely remember it being a thing. It's just, you know, car carnage. You just destroy each other. Like, try to knock each other out. I just fly around, like, Mario Kart battle style and just try to take each other out in different ways. Like, but you're different Star Wars vehicles and different characters. Like, you can run around as a rainbow if you want. Yeah, Hmm. self damage. It's a great example of that. Like, yeah, just, you know, run around as a rancor and start, you know, picking up vehicles and throwing them and. Nice. And uh, my favorite one, of course, was the speeder bike, and that was R. Singh, my favorite character, bounty hunter character. Um, so, like, that was that was my favorite character to play. But there's so many up and different locales that you could play in. Like, you could play on Naboo, but it was like on this weird, like, giant, like, chess board or something. It was it was strange. Um, but. You know, I'd love to see that multiplayer, you know, updated and that, that destruction of Carnage and, and give that a little bit more um, graphical boost and, and like more detail and throw us into these different Star Wars, you know, planets and and duke it out. Basically, Jabba the Hutt throws on this destructive mayhem tournament, you know last one standing type thing. And uh, it'd be really cool to see them give that like multiplayer and be able to play with friends and um, just have some fun just destroying each other in a game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like all like Star Wars vehicles and characters. <sighs> Man. Um, fun fact. Uh, if you had a Sony CD player, you could take the... Star Wars Demolition Disc, put it in your Sony CD player, skip the first track, and you could listen to Star Wars music off of the CD. And uh, it had the Cantina song, and I would wake up to that every morning <laughs> in high school. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually played my Demolition more because I played the music off of the disc too all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's a random feature that many people don't know about, like old PS1 discs. You could just pop them into a CD player, skip the first track, and there'd often be music on it. Like Ridge Racer has one of those that has music on it. Yeah. I think Dreamcast, I think some Dreamcast games did that, or or at least something similar. I know one of the Sonic Adventures had wallpaper in its files. (laughs) That's awesome. Hmm. I kind of want to explore and find out what all that is about. What what did have? Uh, I wonder if there's a, even a website you can go to and find out what tracks are on what games and things like that. Hmm. And I always like the idea of using discs for other things. 
um, this is slightly off track. Okay, so it's really off track. But um, there was a game called uh, Monster Rancher, um, which, you know, it's an anime. It's, and it was pretty popular at the time. Um, but it allowed you to, like, stop your PlayStation 1. I think it was PlayStation 1. You, like, you could give you a chance. To and it would scan it. And then you pop out. You just put your game disc back in again. And then it would put a monster and knock a monster off of that disc that you used. And huh. each every disc had a unique monster on it. Um, so like I was always collecting all my parents' CDs and trying to put them in, you know, you know the next monster from that. But um, I love that extra use of things um, in video games, and you don't see it too much because you know cartridges and stuff with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do kind of get that. Um, sometimes you'll get like if you download this game like you get like a soundtrack on the side for dlc or something um so it's kind of a spiritual successor to that with you know download codes and things um sometimes uh, there's a companion app mm-hmm. i'm sorry as i said that sounds that made me think of the stop and swap feature from banjo kazooie that was uh cut uh, maybe that's kind of a different thing but where it connects to do you know anything about that uh no i hadn't heard about it Okay, so like it was cut from um, the final game, but basically I know we're getting again off track here. (laughs) Um, So to make a long story short, in the original Banjo-Kazooie, there were supposed to be items um, like little hidden, like there was an ice key. So you could collect Mm -hmm. it in that game and then you could basically take the game out while the system was still on. Um, I might be telling you this a little bit wrong. I'm sorry. I have a lack of sleep. But anyway, and then you could plug in the other game and it would bring items from the first game that you had in over to it. Like if you flipped them out quick enough. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like it would connect the two games, so to speak. It, you could take things from one game and put it into the other. Um, the Xbox versions of that game actually re-implemented that. But... So yeah, you, that that was maybe something somewhat similar, or like how Mario Tennis for the Game Boy Color connected to the '64 version, things like that. Um, I didn't know that. I've maybe that's seen. a little different, but that all that kind of stuff I always thought was pretty cool. So you know, with Star Wars, like we, we see some of those things, um, we'd like to see them come to the Switch. Um, but also like we're kind of talking about like added features and things like that. So would you want to see like extras when you got these star Wars games? Like you say, you get a compilation of different star Wars games. Like, you know, in the PC, you get this pack that had like six different games and a couple demos, you know, and it was pretty cool to have all that, that star Wars suite. Like, would we want to see some of these games kind of all bundled together and have like extra features and things thrown in? You know, whether it's a soundtrack or, you know, blooper reel or or something like that. Uh, you know, like, there's the things you'd want. Like, if it's a multiplayer game, definitely have online multiplayer. You know, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that, too. Um, now, it doesn't matter one way or the other to you if it's graphically updated or is it something that you just like, eh, I can leave it. <laughs> it can be um, the same, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, one of the things I mentioned that I wouldn't mind seeing would be, like, a Rogue Squadron trilogy brought 
and I, I would like to see them maybe all a little updated, especially the 64 run at least up to the GameCube games. That way they're, they're mm-hmm. you know, they're at least the same. Um, but I think that would be something that they could at least throw in, you know, some kind of commentator videos or, or some sort of extras like that, if nothing else. Um, so that would be cool. Maybe some sort of special edition um, something that was unique to those games. I'm trying to think of something offhand or at least something real in particular that just Factor 5 did that, that no one else did, but um, maybe just something that really puts you in mind of, of that series. Um, I think it would be cool. I think that would be a neat place to start. Pick a game I wouldn't want to see come uh, to the system. I uh, was the episode one not the pod racer one but the, the actual video game um <laughs> i played that game it was it had its bugs for sure which game was <laughs> now, it they, the first movie the game on the first movie i played that one on ps1 i believe and okay. uh, yeah there was this like mission where you have like padme and captain panaka like you're trying the streets and trying to survive i think it was like one of those escort missions or something like oh uh-huh. you know you, you get so far in the game and you get towards the end you're like oh i'm about to beat this game and you get to this escort mission it's just like no just <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> um you know as we're talking i'm like i'm thinking of all these other games that like star wars games that i played you know in the past uh, super star wars was a big one you know i also had the one for game boy um, the Star Wars game for Game Boy. I rented the Super Empire Strikes Back and Super, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. So, you know, Star Wars is such a rich history. You think they'd, you know, really make some dig in, make some really expansive worlds to to play and and get into the lore and stuff. Um, you know, Mandalorian is stepping up in that direction with the cinema stuff, like the movies and and TV shows. But um, do you think, like, from what the little bit you played of the new Star Wars for Xbox, that it's starting to do that? Like, you explore worlds a little bit more and get into that lore? From what I can tell, um, I, th- I think so. I, I think there's going to be a couple familiar places. I've already, I can already tell you there's... Um, a planet I've been to that I don't remember from anything else. Um, so that's cool. I, I like seeing new and the old all mixed together. Um, I, I, one thing, um, I don't know if this is exactly what you're getting at, but I feel like I've seen a lot with Star Wars games is they like to sort of make a, a big deal out of it. They like to make sort of make it sort of a multimedia project, so to speak, like mm-hmm. with... Uh, um, one of the other ones I had didn't mention that I almost put on my list was the Force Unleashed. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always I love those when they came out for the for the Wii, and uh, there was a a book, um, I think there was a comic, I, uh, and all that sort of thing. And they really make a big deal out of it, and sort of make it its own thing to really follow some of its own planets that you don't really see anywhere else. Um, but it, it still all ties together. Um, I've always enjoyed seeing how they do that. Um, I, I, there was another one that I had in mind, but 
yeah, I, I like that they can use that to maybe explore things a little a d- deeper, even if it is just a planet you've already seen in the movie. It, it lets you mm-hmm. see parts of it that you wouldn't necessarily need to, you know, put in the middle of a two hour movie. Uh, sort of like how mm-hmm. the episode one racer did. You, you got to see parts of those racers and things like that, that they're not super important to the story, but you know, it's, it's still, it's still fun just seeing them actually be a character instead of just sort of a dude that pops up on the screen for three seconds and just, just to get blown up, you know? <laughs> and I, I hope that the switch is blessed a lot more star Wars games. Um, we just got a random port of, what was it? I always it was some like, s- it was a second game. Is it Jedi? Like that sounds about right. Yeah. Or, okay. It's like, what, that is so random. What, what What is this, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd love to see just more of that stuff, more of the port stuff come to the Switch um, instead of just some random, you know, two game. Like, where's the first one, you know? Yeah. That was <laughs> but uh, I know a lot of people are like, bring Knights of the Old Republic. Like, you know, it's like a big one for on a lot of people's lists um, for ones that are great. And uh, I'd love to see, you know, a resurgence of good Star Wars games for for a while there, the only good Star Wars game was Lego Star Wars, you know. Yeah. And that's just you know, Lego games are Lego games, so it's 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 to say like you know there, there's not a lot of big cinematic quality games coming out from that series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Disney for a while stopped doing video game production, um, focused on other things. Which who knows if it was uh, they they did a few other. Like they dabbled in it a little bit, you know. They've released that Lion King and Aladdin pack, you know. They did have, um, they had that that Saturday morning collection before that even. Um, yeah, which and what have you? Which didn't come to Switch. They were all Nintendo games, and that didn't come to Switch. <laughs> yeah, it makes no Strange sense how that happens. But uh. You know, and, and that's not even to mention, like, you know, bring Kingdom Hearts to the Switch. Like, like of course. But, yeah. you know, if you want to count that in the, the greater scheme of things. So, yeah. Well, um, do you have any others that you'd like to bring? Or did, is that pretty much cover your list, too? That's that's pretty much what I got for now. Um, you could go on and on with it. There's a ton of Star Wars games. Just doing some more research myself. And there's not a ton of them on the eShop, so I, I think there could I think there's a lot of room to yeah to throw us a little more. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think it would make sense to. I think it would sell well. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, on the name alone, even if it isn't the best games, um, I don't think it would be a bad idea by any means. Just just don't bring bring uh, Masters of Terrace Kasai or Kazuyori. Yeah. That was that was an awful fighting game. <laughs> it's if you have a chance to look it up, like you, you may just watch some gameplay of it. It was pretty awful uh, mm. PS1 game. Um, yeah, it was it was a fighting game for Star Wars. It was a uh, not the best, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, check that out and 
definitely check out like you know, Star Wars Bounty Hunter Blooper Reel because that's that's a good laugh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. So that's your guys' homework for this week. And uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find us on our home site at uh, nintendovillage.com slash nintendonostalgia on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, you can uh, join our Facebook at Nintendo NOS on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. You can find us on Instagram at Nintendo NOSIN. Shoot us an email, Nintendo Nostalgia IN at gmail.com. And um, we have a Patreon that we are working on getting built up and, and get it started for you guys. And then also call in the hotline if you want to share your memories of Star Wars and just uh, love for the the hotline and, and let us know what you think about um, the episode. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will hopefully be back next week at, at the you know good time. You know we've got Christmas to celebrate, so uh, we might drop a little episode for you guys on the holiday itself. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Later, Preston. Bye bye.